What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast, and I want to welcome you guys. It's a great episode we have coming up. We're going to talk about Call of Duty and the future of Call of Duty and what that could entail on Next Gen Game Theory by Nick Awesome. As always, please click subscribe. It will be awesome. Wow, guys, I'm really excited about this topic, about Call of Duty. In fact, I decided to play a little bit of Call of Duty while I record this episode, just for dramatic effect, of course. Now, Call of Duty is a franchise that really has taken on a next-generation level. It seems like it's always right there, any kind of innovation. And it really is kind of funny when Call of Duty came out. It was a World War II-based, and from Call of Duty uh, on, on that PC, and you see Call of Duty Finest Hour just kind of growing into that big following until finally you see this huge launch for Xbox 360 and PS3 at the time and becoming a really big part of that generation and kind of how a World War II experience should be done. And I, I think that's a really good thing when it comes to Call of Duty and all the options it brings to the table. And Call of Duty has really allowed that to occur and why not like call of duty is freaking awesome so we kind of see this transition along the lines there uh, from a world war ii shooter to becoming a more modern shooter with modern warfare modern warfare really broke the grain for call of duty there was nothing like it before that and that's what made call of duty such an incredible game was you had this ability to go really deep into stuff and take it on. I can remember playing up with friends, playing some Call of Duty uh, out there. And Modern Warfare was kind of like this college kid hangout where you'd all get together and you play Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And I remember Captain Price and the introduction to him and how it had just such a profound impact on my life at that time. It was such an amazing experience. And it kind of like brought in real world events. Modern Warfare was kind of the big thing at the time. and there was a lot going on in the world and it kind of made those events kind of come to life in a way, even though it was loosely based upon anything actually going on in the world. It kind of it kind of brought in regions that you didn't really think about and Call of Duty kind of filled that void during that time. So Modern Warfare was a huge leap and jump graphically compared to even Martin Call of Duty 2, which was an awesome game, by the way. I can remember that mission where your facility or Vasily, I think's the name, and you're out here and you're in Mother Russia and you're trying to defend the motherland from the Nazis and it's really awesome. And you're running and you hear them scream, they go, ah, and they yell and you have to defend. So Call of Duty's always been that franchise for dramatics and bringing that extra edge and extra level of just realism. And it's always been right there when it comes to that. Like I, I cannot think of any other franchise who's really brought cinematics on that type of next gen level during that time, because that was next gen. And then I remember in modern warfare, my favorite memory is just kind of like scrolling through the, the Russian mission and uh, laying down in an abandoned town and making sure that you aren't seen. So you can get that sniper shot off uh, to save the world. And it's just one of those things that you get, and they've done such a good job early on in their franchise to really establish what they wanted to do as a franchise. And that's why Call of Duty just has been that, that extra oomph 
of bringing it all together, of creating this fan franchise that has stood the test of time, that's broken the grain, that has brought it all together to really bring on what people want. And they really do listen to their fan base, which a lot of other franchises don't always do this. And yeah, they've been known to kind of nickel and dime people. They were one of the first that put a season pass out there and stuff like that. But they really have let that franchise grow into what it is today as a multiplayer powerhouse and even even stepping into the steps of PUBG and what that franchise was trying to do and upstart and then really filling that void with what they have now. And uh, it's, it's really interesting how they develop because they're kind of so established as uh, in your, in your every year, they're going to be successful. It's just a matter of if uh, I think the main controversy that you see nowadays with call of duty is, are they going to have a campaign? I really do think they will after this last few. Uh, they went just a few years of Black Ops, the, the newer one. Uh, they decided not to have a campaign, and I don't think that went over too well. So I think in the future we're going to see Call of Duties with a lot more campaigns. Uh, if they don't do a campaign, it's probably going to be a free game where like, you have to buy a season pass and multiplayer only. I don't like it personally when they don't have a campaign. I actually end up playing the campaigns normally. I may not play it like at first, but I end up always jumping to that campaign because that cinematic experience. But to get back to where we're going, we're working up your Modern Warfare, and then it goes Modern Warfare 2, just set the limit. That's where it all took off. And the thing was, there was a mission in that game called No Russian, and it was absolutely controversial. It was wrong on so many different levels. But hey, Call of Duty went ahead and did it. They weren't scared to kind of push the limits. And that mission still talked about today. I'm not going to go into details, but it's 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 very traumatic what happens. And you're at an airport, and we'll just leave it at that. But No Russian is a very traumatic mission in Call of Duty, and they kind of push the limits of what is possible. And we see this Modern Warfare 2 just takes off. It just takes off and it changes everything. And it's one of the best multiplayer games I ever played. It had a huge fan base. Uh, the night it was launched, I remember I picked it up that night. Like the only game I've ever gone at midnight and actually picked up. And surprisingly, no one was there. I have no idea why. Oh, wait. Yeah. Maybe I got it on Steam or something. I don't remember. But anyway, it, it took forever. Like you get the, no, I bought it and I, you get the disc, right? And Steam back then wasn't as good as it is today. It had installed the entire thing. So basically the disc was a key. So I had to sit there for another two hours because internet was not as good back then and sit there and wait for that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 to install. But that snow mission back in the day with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was such an awesome mission. I like just like traveling on that cliff and that was like the graphic graphics of graphics back then i would go back and play that snow mission in fact i think i may just pick up the remaster of the call of duty that we have today and go back and play that snow mission it was such a great mission and then the ending and it traveling through the world in call of duty mark for two was such an awesome experience and the white house gets destroyed and there's just so much in that game uh, they did well. So that was definitely at the top height of what Call of Duty was possibly doing from a campaign perspective and multiplayer perspective. Then kind of Modern Warfare 3 was okay. They kind of just repackaged and did their same thing. And 
sent that off and it was very successful too, but not as successful as Modern Warfare 2 from just a gameplay perspective as, you know, like anything else, it can kind of get old. So then you got to start innovating. So they go back and they create Black Ops and create that whole series. Now, Black Ops was really innovative for perspective of bringing kind of the Cold War and that whole idea into it. In fact, there's rumors that they're really coming up with a really good campaign here for next generation systems coming out here in the fall. So I'm really excited to see what we get there from that perspective. But yeah, some great games, some great content they were releasing and they went through some bad years like ghost didn't fit too well when we went into next generation which was like the ps4 uh, and xbox one and ghost just plopped I, it just wasn't received well now i actually like ghost i played through it you guys may disagree with me but it's one of the campaigns i did play through i thought it was a fun campaign it wasn't her- terrible but instead of zombies one of the interesting things in that game it was actually aliens yeah so Maybe they'll bring the aliens back soon. Who knows? And uh, that'd be kind of cool to kind of like have a Call of Duty where aliens are instead of Nazis and zombies and all that jazz. So Ghost did do that very well. And that's one of the things I liked about Ghost. But that series, that branch off series just didn't work as well as Black Ops and the Modern Warfare series, of course. But now we get into the modern era. Black Ops is freaking taken off. They have the the cards in place to create an awesome campaign black ops 3 is received pretty well uh, and it goes through and then you get that PUBG type experience with black ops 3 or 4 that just takes it to that level of uh, the battlefield and everyone dropping out of airplanes and the entire premise was the game of what PUBG was trying to do and it really kind of brought the fruition of what that era really meant in regards to the draw, the, the whole idea of that gameplay. But then we finally get to where we are today. Uh, well, there's one more game war two quality. World war two was actually, I thought was a really good campaign, very cinematic. They brought war two back. They went back to their roots. Uh, that was kind of cool for call of duty to go back to their roots, take a look at that past, of what they did with Call of Duty, and that's what they were always good at doing was creating War II games originally, and they did it very well. So, yeah, World War II. Play the campaign. I wouldn't go back and play the multiplayer, but the campaign's probably worth going back and playing through. I kind of hope they revive World War II something next-gen or some something like even World War I would be really neat for Call of Duty. So there's a lot of different options there of what they could possibly do. Now, when I when I really think about how they could transition this over into the next generation, we're going to obviously see a Black Ops Cold War game. That's in the works right now, and I'm really excited how they bring that Black, Black Ops story into fruition here in the future because there's so much they could do with that Cold War story. They can go to Cuba. They can go to Russia. Uh, they can see different sides, different perspectives. They can bring presidents in. I am so excited for what Black Ops story can turn into and how they can continue that on and really just launch, like rocket launch this thing into oblivion because Black Ops series was really innovative when it came out. Really innovative campaign. A lot of different locations that you wouldn't think about. 
I really did like that series, and I'm hoping that cold wear atmosphere really takes off in this next-gen uh, environment for that next game. And I think that's where they're going. I'm not 100% sure, but I think most people are kind of set that this is another Black Ops game, and it's going to go back to the Cold War era and an awesome campaign. And we'll see what happens. The multiplayer, I'm sure it's going to be like it is today. Uh, I wonder if they'll focus more on their traditional multiplayer than uh, what they have now. We'll see. We'll see where they go. Um, it's always They're always trying to innovate. Of course, they're going to have season passes, people. Why wouldn't they have season passes? That's just what. That's just the route they go. Uh, I, I just hope the nickel and diming doesn't get worse. That's all my only hope. I feel like they've done a good job overall with this current gen. You don't actually feel like you have to purchase a season pass. You still get a lot of the content that you can work towards if you're willing to go that route. So just kind of take that as you're going to get nickel and dimed a little bit by Call of Duty, but not to the level where it's really going to affect you too much. I guess that's okay. So, yeah. But when you look at it, overall, great series. lot to come in the future. I would even like to see a VR option uh, from PlayStation just to see what it would be like. I feel like they could pull it off if they really focused in on it. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just like a small campaign would be kind of fun. Uh, from a Call of Duty perspective, it, it really launched the next gen. It, it doesn't ha- like two or three hours long. Really hasn't been a VR campaign that has been done like triple A like that. So that would really be neat. And I think it would just really launch VR into the next platform. So if they partner with PlayStation to do that, it could do a lot of different things. I I, I think. You could potentially see a free Call of Duty game as next-gen. I don't know for sure. It's hard to tell with some of those things. I feel like they want to get their money on that base game before they hand out the free Call of Duty game. If I would say I don't foresee their sales tanking anytime soon, as our 10-plus years of history has told us. So I don't think they're going to go the free game route on actual systems they will continue that on the mobile route but it will not be on systems from what i can tell and that just seems to be the gist so they're going to continue a lot of what's worked this past generation the first few kind of call of duties for this next gen are probably going to be more graphical focused on those aspects of how they can pull that off from a campaign perspective because they're going to have a little bit more power to work with and that's going to really give them a lot of room to take the, you know, analyzing and up the performance and use even the the God rays more, as they call them, uh, through RTX and all that stuff. So you're going to see similar graphical effects, what you see on those NVIDIA graphics cards and that lighting and that textures and the reflections are going to improve. So there's a lot that will happen with Call of Duty and it's going to look really good. I think this next gen is really going to propel that engine, that graphics engine into the next segment of where it needs to be because right now it can still be kind of rough let's be honest people so this will kind of get rid of all those fidelity issues that we kind of see today of course call of duty kind of prides itself on having 60 frames per second stuff like that so i'm sure we're going to see more uh, frames per second stuff like that focus so for sure we're going to get a locked in 60 frames per second i just don't know if they're going to be able to do that on 4k for all systems but you never know they might pull it off 
at the very least, it will be very close to that performance metrics there because that's it's a multiplayer game. You want to have those high frames per second, and they're going to have to focus on that. And the campaign, you may lock in at like 30 frames on systems just to allow the graphics that you're going to see on PC. Uh, that's what that's just kind of what I would see them doing. I, I don't know for sure, of course. It just depends on how much horsepower they can pull into that. And each system kind of has their own optimizations, of course, and what they can do. I've heard the Xbox is a little bit more power, powerful, so you may see just a little bit of a blip there of extra performance boost, like three frames. Per, yeah, it's nothing major. But I'm sure we'll see something on those lines and what, what can be done there. So yeah, Call of Duty is going to really take off. I, I really expect them to really invest heavily in campaigns, at least for the next three years. And then multiplayer will kind of go back into its old gat thing. And they're going to have to figure out ways to innovate there. Unless PUBG takes off again, and then they go all the way back to the idea of jumping out of an airplane and saving the day. So yeah, I, I don't know. Can you, are you the last man standing? That's the question you need to ask yourself. Is it a chicken dinner? Well, they might bring that in. They might have a, they can't call it chicken dinner, but they may get KFC sponsorship or something and get some real energy drinks in the game because Call of Duty can definitely partner with those people and they can afford it. Let's just be real there too. So yeah, we got some exciting stuff coming for Call of Duty. I, I, I think I covered most of the stuff on Call of Duty. If I have to, I'll do another episode on it. As things kind of develop, but yeah, Call of Duty is on the way in, and it's going to have better campaigns through better graphics, of course, just next-gen, obvious stuff, but I really do think it's going to bring the fidelity uh, where you may not have that today, even on a pro system or Xbox X, whatever. You're, you're just not. So I think that's going to really, at the very highest, it's going to give you like the ultra settings that you have on PCs right now, which will be kind of nice. So, yeah. So Call of Duty is here to stay, of course. I don't see any reasons why Call of Duty would just disappear randomly right now. It just doesn't seem like something that's going to happen. Uh, but you never know. As they say, you never know. So, all right, guys, as always, please click subscribe to my podcast. If you really like the podcast, please rate it so I can know what the heck I'm doing and if I'm doing a good job, if I'm doing a crappy job, or if I'm doing an okay job. Either way, please rate my podcast. And then also, yeah, click subscribe if you can, because there's going to be a lot of stuff about the future of gaming. Uh, I think it's just fun to talk about the future of gaming, and I can probably talk all night, as you can see, about this. So we're going to keep on rolling through our podcast and fun. Subscribe today.